0: How are you? I'm good. How are you? Stressed. Work, man. Work stresses me out. Yeah. But you know, we get to do this every week.
1: It's a lot. A lot of
0: heavy. Hey,
1: it's true. It's a nice little detour from my normal plans. It's
0: relaxing for me. Um. So this week we're going to talk about Twenty One Savage and Metro Boomin Savage Mode Two. Correct me if I'm wrong, Metro Boomin' is a local boy, right? Yeah, yeah, local. Uh, Yeah,
1: came from St. Louis, relocated to Atlanta, and uh, made a fortune.
0: Good deal. Um, 21 Savage, also relocated to Atlanta, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, Yeah, he was born overseas. From London, England. (laughs) Yeah, 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 that's
1: that's exactly what. And he and he actually talks about that on here somewhere. I don't remember which song yeah. it was. I,
0: yeah, it, when it when it happened, that was a thing that no one knew about. Yeah. Um So, what were your thoughts on Twenty One Savage prior to listening to this?
1: Um, let's just say I'm not a super fan by any means. Like I've listened, I listened to Savage Mode One and Issa. Um, i probably heard a couple of songs after that but nothing that I'd be like yo you know what I'm really going to look out for him every time he comes out so I've got the handful of features and stuff like that Like he, he's talented but I, like, I've never been like impressed
0: yeah so I, I didn't really know much about this guy like I heard uh, a lot the, the song he had um, that was relatively yeah. big um, other than that I didn't really know shit about him um one thing I do want to point out about this particular album though is that uh pen and pixel album cover.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, dude. That's like my summary of it. The first thing is uh let me say that I love the yeah. cover. Like it's that old oh let me cast my wow. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. No, that
1: was my very, very first uh you note.
0: Know... So all right. Um first first track is an intro by uh Morgan Freeman
1: Morgan Freeman yeah <laughs> yeah I thought that was a great way like his voice came through and I'm like oh okay I see you you know it impressed me just about as much as when uh Logic had old boy on it uh whoo, completely lost his name now uh Neil Tyson Neil
0: deGrasse Tyson yeah he had him
1: on there yeah 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 he had him on doing his project yeah uh yeah so no I thought this was I thought this was dope. Like. Like the the, the instrument, instrumental that was in there, I kept waiting for the drums to drop. Yeah, you know, uh, and then they never, then they never did. But I think Morgan Freeman on it uh, was the right choice. It set the set the tone for the album. Yeah. I think uh,
0: track two. Hey, look who decided to join. Yeah,
2: well, you know, some of us have a life. <laughs> yeah, but we
1: make
0: it
2: every I'm week. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here. I've made it. Yeah, we're on track All two. Right, so. Yeah, we're, we're, still, we're team, still talking yeah. about it. No, still we skipped the interlude. What did you guys actually say? Morgan.
1: No, no, we just we're talking about yeah. the intro right now. Yeah,
2: Morgan Freeman.
0: Is hey. that who that is?
2: Yeah. How do you yeah, not know that? No, I, literally, my note sounds says kind of sounds like Morgan Freeman.
0: It is Morgan. Freeman.
2: I didn't know that. <laughs> Good to know. Congratulations, Morgan Freeman, on getting that music money.
0: Yeah. I mean, really, all we've discussed is that uh, both uh, 21 Savage and Metro Boomin uh, have both relocated to Atlanta. Metro Boomin being a hometown boy from St. Louis and 21 Savage being from London, England.
2: Nice. Yeah, that makes all the sense. They brought the Grammy back, too. Did you see that? The Grammy was passed around Atlanta.
0: Yeah. Uh, We also talked about the Pen and Pixel album cover.
2: Hmm. Don't know who that is.
0: Pen and Pixel did the album covers yeah. for No Limit and uh, Cash Money back in the
1: day. Oh. Yeah, the classic, the classic, the top diamond yeah. guns, songs. You know. Yeah. Cla- classic late I, You
2: know, I can't remember the music from back then, but I remember the covers. At least their uh, entities. Yeah.
1: Everybody remembers the Mercedes album by No Limit, except for I don't even think it actually came out. Because she was on the cover and, you know, it was promoted for like three didn't years. Didn't Snoop
0: Dogg have a pen and Pixel album cover?
1: Yeah, he did. Uh he had uh The Game Is to Be Sold, not yeah, Told. Yeah. This first No Limit release after uh, yep. Cash Money. But I think Pen and Pixel did the two after that too. They've they've done all uh, that. They've he done
0: stuff that like most people wouldn't know about.
1: Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Well they're uh they're super talented. Like in the beginning what what people don't realize is that they were doing those covers by hand so wow. they weren't digital like they were putting that together you know basically in three dimension mm-hmm. uh and then later moved on i forget what uh documentary i watched about them but uh yeah no, they were super talented and super ahead of their time
0: yeah all right uh so the first actual track is uh running
1: I, uh, yeah. So I thought the flow was nice. I thought the flow was nice. The beat was yeah, the nice. Beat was nice. Uh I like the trap drum Yeah. I like that it was sampled, like and then the chorus was very old Saint Louis style, like which I thought was kind of interesting. Uh it just had that, that sort of cadence and feel of like the mid early two thousands. Uh St. Louis street I did
2: not like that yeah. sample I, at all.
0: You didn't like I like the really? sample.
2: I didn't like the use of it. It's repetitiveness.
0: If you want to talk about repetitiveness, let's talk about the ad libs. <laughs> uh, no, I'm gonna I'm talk about the ad libs at the end. All right. So no, I like the beat. I hated the ad libs, um, but I, it, it. I felt like it showed promise. Like not knowing a whole lot about this dude, I was like, okay, I might like this. Like, we'll, we'll let's see where it goes. Right. Um, so yeah, let's. Let's, let's see where this goes. <laughs> uh, track three, Glock in My Lap. Um, yeah, again, with the ad-libs, um, I thought the punchlines were super lame. Uh, a lot of them didn't make even make sense. Uh, the whole thing sounded super lazy.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a theme for him, being lazy. Uh, I thought the beat was nice. I don't think Savage did anything noteworthy on the song. Uh, but this is the type of track that I see like ASAP mob mob just destroying. You know what I mean? Like their energy I think would have done way better for this type of beat. But yeah, I just thought it was pretty forgettable in general. exactly
2: yeah. what I have. Forgettable.
0: Uh track four, Mr. Right Now. Um I thought the the beat was good. It, this is not a real strong Drake feature. Um I mean, we. I don't know if it was just him and Twenty One Savage, like it's not a good combo. But like this, like this, the feature wasn't super strong. With that said, though, I thought this was the best track so far. Um, It was better than the previous two. The 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 fucking ad libs again, though. I swear to God.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I thought I thought the problem with Drake was that uh, Savage did the Drake flow. You know what I mean? Like so, like when you get somebody sends you a feature and you're just like, Oh, you're doing what I would do. So why am I here? Sort of a thing. So then you got to kind of come out of your bag and do something a little different. Plus it's not the type of beat that I would have picked for a Drake feature anyway.
2: No, he didn't add anything for the song, even though I think the song felt legitimately built for Drake. If that makes sense.
1: Well, but yeah, that's, yeah, because Savage is doing Drake. Yeah, is that
2: what it is? is
1: that why they, I, I, I felt it.
0: like this. Yeah, they went into this knowing this was the Drake feature. Right. Yeah. yeah.
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Uh, Track five Rich Shit featuring Young Thug.
1: Yeah. I was wondering how you were going to do I, that. No, I know. Like
0: <laughs> I know.
1: I'm like, I wonder how he's going to attack this. And no, no. There you um, go.
0: Again, Metro.
1: Pre- precedence has been yeah, set.
0: Uh, a really good beat again. Really liking Metro Boomin so far. Um, this not a not a bad track. Um, I did feel like the the writing was a little bit lazy. I can't
2: I can't say that I agree. Yeah, with yeah. That. I felt uh, like it was the real whole project 90s. is produced well. It was super. Well, yeah,
1: but but you got to take into account like they decided for their album cover they were going to yeah, go well, late nineties. true, yeah. Like so so, they're pulling inspiration. I think. But I think Young Thug came in and pretty much did what you expect. I liked the beat. It was smooth. You know, so I thought the track was pretty nice overall.
2: The only part of that beat that I really, <laughs> really, really didn't like is the electronic cowbell that I really <laughs> wish they would turn down or something.
1: Yeah. Nah, not, you know, not
2: this needs more cowbell. This one. Not more cowbell. One.
0: Yeah. Shout out to Christopher <laughs> Waffle. <laughs> uh track 6 was sliding um i felt like this was the worst hook so far uh it it I, it, it this could have been better like and i the, as far as the beat goes i don't think the hi hats were doing him any favors um i felt like a, right. a, other other rappers probably could have done a little bit more with that but like they they did not play in his favor in this track oh
1: yeah. oh yeah absolutely i thought the beat was my favorite part I thought the chorus did its job but wasn't anything extra. But my biggest note on this song is uh it sort of reminds me of that old no limit records. Nobody. You know what I mean? Not the main cast, but the second very third like Big Bear set of people mixed with Tra Yeah, like Big Bear mixed with Travis Scott. Okay. You know what I mean? Like it just did it like it was okay. Like, you know, like you thought that, oh, this was probably fine, but it just wasn't good. Like it was a throwaway record, pretty much. that ended on there. Like so, it, it had a vibe to it. I just don't think that it was the right vibe for. I,
2: I like this a lot more than I feel like I should have. Like it's a good song, but it's not. Hey, we
0: all got our guilty. Well, but places. it's not a
2: good song, right? I just like, like it. <laughs> like I don't think I'd ever play it again. Um, the chorus was. I mean, it was kind of catchy, I guess. But it was that, and I'm with you. This is where the ad lib started getting really, really annoying to me where i actually wrote it
0: down see and i i felt like the course was
2: terrible in this mm, one. it was catchy enough
1: like i said it did its job i don't think it was great by any means but i mean we've listened to some pretty interesting stuff over the years so like i think it was okay
0: yeah track seven was many men um i love the beat i like the 50 sample at the end um i don't know if he cleared the sample. His or? fan base I don't know I don't know who his fan base is. So like I don't know if they caught the 50 reference and with many uh but anyway, I like the flow. I thought that he worked well on this beat. He almost sounded like Joyner.
1: Yeah, I got to note that he sounds like Joyner later in the album for sure. Like I thought that his style was really nice and I thought the beat was really nice. But I don't think that like to me they didn't mesh well enough together like the two things like like technically he was on it you know what i mean like he was like the flow was there presence it was all good and then the beat was all there like to me like it just didn't work as well together
2: that's fair I, I think you true. get down with that i do have a question do you think he cleared the yeah. 50 sample at the end
0: yeah, yeah. oh yeah he, bet- he better he better say he better
1: You'll see it on Instagram (laughs) otherwise. Yeah,
0: I would think so. But, you know, we've run into cases before where, like, big name artists did not clear their samples. So I don't know if y'all remember Carter 3 had to be re released and a track pulled off of
2: it. I think they remember that. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely.
0: Uh, Track 8 was an interlude. Track 9 is uh, Snitches and Rats featuring Young young Nutty or Young Nudie. Uh, I said Nudie, but. I looked him up and
1: he's his he's his cousin.
0: Oh okay. He that was left his him cousin. For this song. All right. So, like um regardless it uh, was awful. Fine. It was an awful hook. The ad-libs were annoying. It was terrible. It 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 sounded like this was his first like the first rap he ever wrote. Like it had That's that flow to it. I can where, I can like, agree I, with you. I just
2: the the slow part where he starts to get into the verse instantly made me want to turn it off. I was like no I got to review it you know I got to listen to the whole thing and then he kind of like switches gears and he kind of gets into it and it's okay I really think he should have left the other dude off
1: oh man so here's my notes on this I thought Savage was very much in his Master P vibe for the chorus like like his old school no limit the way he put it together and then like Halfway through the song, I expected to hear "Soak the Shocker just coming, rapping all offbeat,
2: <laughs> like, especially on the outside. Oh, that actually would playing. make sense for the first slow part of the first verse, being all beat and stuff. Yeah. Because he switches it up yeah, and then exactly. he's, and he's okay.
1: Yeah. And then, yeah, and I said Metro is doing his thing, uh, and then Nutty, on the other hand, sounded like a budget Gucci Mane. And, you know, for me, that just threw it off. Like, I'm not a huge Gucci main fan in general, so to sound like a budget one isn't going to win you any points.
0: Track 10 is uh, my dog. <laughs> uh, I didn't feel like this was the best. Not that the beat is bad. The beat's fine. I didn't feel like it was the best beat for what he was kind of going for on this one. And it, he tried to change yeah. tempo a little bit, and it it just it sounded weird.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I thought I thought that I liked I like the fact that he went a little bit more personal, uh, and I thought the beat was borderline like the, one of the best beats on this project. No, no, I, I agree song, with you though. This but, is like, definitely I thought on it was ice, one of the better, better beats. Yeah, and then I was like, "Yo, this song kind of screams for a low wing verse,"
2: like just the way. I don't know. I actually together. had to li- I had to listen to it a couple of times. I thought it was pretty. I don't know what it was, but I just. I was kind of feeling it, like it was an okay song. I actually gave it like a four and a half, but um, I just couldn't pay any attention to what he was saying at all. So,
1: yeah, well, he doesn't have a lot of good energy at all on any of these songs. So after a while with Metro Boomin's 808s, like I listened to it in the studio, so right. I had monitors and everything on. So like it kind of kind of ran together. So I found myself running it
2: back. Yeah, that's fair.
1: On a couple of different songs.
2: Track
0: eleven, uh, stepping on them. You like how I did that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, John, when you said the other track had a 90s slow, I think it this does. Has a 90s that like flow. old school bop rap. Oh, I got it's. Yeah, yeah, this one's cool. I like this one. I like it for the novelty of it.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, man. Uh, my note is Metro killed this. It's a modern day Wu mixed with Manny Fresh. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so I think that, that I think that's what they were going for because Vanny Fresh kind of has that Woudini vibe when he makes the radio songs, and so like I could see that that's what they were kind of going for. So I don't think the song is classic or anything like that, but I thought Savage showed a bit of versatility, you know, by going over this yeah. older sounding beat and then he switched up the flow for it instead of keeping it. All I
2: know is I like the second verse way better than the first one. And I did not like the scratching at the end. It sounded super generated.
1: Oh no. It was it was
2: it was absolutely yeah, no. it made, was the thing that the I noted song. like Many I made it, gave it a two.
1: Yeah. Many freshwood. Fair. Have, I mean that's great. That, I, yeah. I just
2: would have liked to hear a more naturally sounding scratch for that song specifically. Because I think it would have put a real nice touch on it and it could have been I think it could have been an okay song, you know what I mean?
0: track 12 is brand new Draco um, did I say that right Draco yeah you did Draco Okay. Um, <laughs> did, was he even rapping on this or was he just talking
1: uh, <laughs> he was kind of in that middle area like I I thought that it had like a major Drake mixed with Joyner Lucas vibe like to the point that the whole thing just came across as average yeah,
0: like, I don't know. I, I felt like he was trying to say, I'm sorry, I gotta talking. say this
2: because it's going along with what you guys are talking about. And I just read the note and it's make laugh. It says, I don't really care for the style. The dude can't find a beat. And so far, uh, dude can't find a beat so far and has just been lucky his whole life. <laughs> Like he like he doesn't know how to do beats. He doesn't understand the one, two, three, one, two, three, one and has just been doing it and has been okay at it, and this one he couldn't figure it out. That's what it sounded like to me.
1: That's fair. Yeah. Somebody just needs to break bars down <laughs> in metric form I think that's all it is. Like, yeah, it's just a conversion,
2: <laughs> conversion Oh, that one caught me for the loop. <laughs> wow. Like, it, like... <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I can't stop. Okay, I'm all right. It's gonna be okay. All right. Track their team. No op left behind. Uh, yeah, team. yeah, yeah.
0: No op. All right. So, listen. Maybe I'm showing my age here. Op do, is that opponent or opposition? What What is op?
2: Or operate? I think it all kind of plays in the same, doesn't it?
0: Uh, I don't know, actually. Okay, I don't, I don't know either. So maybe well,
2: we're just for showing what it, our age. For what it's I'll worth, it
1: doesn't my, mean a lot of uh, things.
0: Er, er,
2: you know what I mean? I'll
0: ask my fourteen. Definitely. When this is over.
1: Yeah, I, I took it as competition. I, t- I took it as competition, and the good old Urban Dictionary uh, throws that as its main thing. Okay, mainly used in Chicago.
0: So well, I guess we could say opposition is fair. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 A short for op- opposition. That's kind of the.
0: Okay. Um this track was was lazy as fuck um like the, the the rhymes were simple, like soup like cash and trash and i don't i did nothing there was nothing complex or original about this at all
1: yeah no i I agree I thought savage was fine I didn't vibe with the song. I like that the beat had a different vibe than the others, but I think if it didn't have those trap drums on it, you know, they had some simpler drums. Somebody would have sang on this beat instead. You know what I mean? Like it just, it was a, the sample was in there kind of nice, but it just, it was kind of awkward all the way it was put together. So I could see him just kind of being in the awkward zone, trying to fit into Uh, it.
2: I actually really liked this one. I thought it was pretty okay. Uh, But it did make me realize that they should pay producers a lot more money. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh,
2: Metro, Metro's, Metro's,
0: yeah, I mean he the guy the guy got a co credit on the good. album. Like it's it's not a twenty one savage album. It's a twenty
2: one. No, that's good because uh...
1: yeah, there's about there's about six other producers with him though. But yeah, yeah it, no yeah. Metro was produced produced every song on there at least by himself. But most some of them had right. featured producers as well.
2: That's all I got to say about
0: track fourteen. R- fourteen. R.I.P. Love. Um, I think that. His style, his flow takes away from the substance of the song. But I want to talk about the beat. John, you ain't going to have a clue what I'm talking about. Dwayne, the sample in this beat, is this not the same sample that's from God's bathroom floor by Atmosphere?
1: I believe so. I didn't dig too deep into it. But yeah, I believe that it is. Okay. The problem was I was listening to it in the studio with the sub and everything. And if you know anything about Metro Boom and Zaytoven, you have to have a sub to completely appreciate what they're doing because they're 808 music at its finest. Um, So, yeah, I will have to dig and check for that. But it did sound the same to me. I just didn't chase that rabbit. But overall, I like the song. I like the personal lyrics that he put on it. Um, but the whole track kind of came across as like dollar store Drake, like <laughs> dollar
2: store super Drake? super budget. You like, cut out
1: really bad, right? was there. It, Yeah, like it wasn't great. Like I thought it was okay. Like if it was playing in the background somewhere, I probably would like be like, "Oh, that's a Drake song. track."
2: Yeah. It sounds like, like it should be a love song, but it isn't. Well, yeah, like I guess Drake that's track. pretty fair. I wish Drake would have done this song. It may have been good.
1: Yeah, but he's talking about the end of love. Yeah, maybe, maybe. this was a reference track
0: all right so just for reference the so god's bathroom floor samples humbling love by john Clemmer. um this it so i'm on who sampled this it it maybe just hasn't been added yet but i'm pretty sure that's the same sample
1: yeah uh usually the wikipedia has the sample on the bottom and they don't have it yet so i'm guessing that they just haven't haven't pilfered through their records far enough to find it.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh last track is Said and Done. Um this was I love the samples on this beat. This is probably my favorite beat on the project. Um I expected more from the last track. This is like the last track you would put on an album in the early two thousands, which maybe that's what they're going for. Um you right. know with the album cover and all that. I don't know. It was okay. I, I like the beat more than anything.
1: Yeah, I thought it was cool. Uh, Savage did all right to it. It reminded me of like a big Sean track, like just the way he approached it. Um, And I had to note that Metro has a knack for picking and chopping great samples. Uh, But what I really wanted was like some Kanye drums instead of what he was doing because the trap 808s, I think, overpowered the sample the way that he did it. But, uh, But overall, it was an eye track.
0: So, as a whole, what do you what do you think about this?
2: Oh, I didn't do the math. Uh,
1: it's all good. I'll do this while you do it. Um, let's see. I said I love the cover. That old No Limit Cash Money style brought a vibe. Like when I saw it, uh, I can't say this really compares to any of those classic releases, but I thought it was relatively solid. Uh, I thought Boomin showed a bit of versatility and laid down a very solid project sonically. Uh, as I said before, I'm not a huge Savage fan, so I probably won't go out of the way to listen to this again. But it was well put together. Like, I don't have any, like, major knocks, except for he didn't, like, he doesn't have good energy on most of these things. Um, energy but overall, is not at all. Yeah. So, overall, it ended up in the... Yeah, I gave it a three three 3.3 by the math. So, I mean, you know, slightly above average.
0: I'd give it a 2.5. Just I, I feel like it's a novelty thing. Um, it's the ad, all right, the ad libs. I got to talk about these fucking ad libs. All right. Did this dude ad lib each track individually or did they complete this album and he went into a booth and went play the whole thing back and then just went 21, 21, 21, <laughs> pussy, 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 21, tw- like holy shit, dude. Like, chill the fuck out with the ad libs. Anyway, if they release an instrumental version of yes. this album, I Or, like,
2: or if they like, let man, yeah. um, Morgan That's- Freeman do the whole album, I think it'd be way better.
1: Yeah, I'd listen to an <laughs> audio book right over it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Fantastic. Metro okay. Boomin did yes. amazing on this. Uh, yeah. 21. Yeah, nine
2: man, yeah. Okay, actually, I finished my math. It took me a while. I gave this a 2.65 out of 5. So it's under average. It, it wasn't. Yeah. I don't Not know. Too bad.
1: Well, no, that's like spot on. That's spot on. Yeah, because so. Yeah, because yeah. your average would be two point. average would be two point five.
2: Yeah, yeah. So it was okay. It was kind of a sad face album. Like the whole album was kind. Of, it made me feel just like, oh, you know, his whole life sucks all the time. His wife got.
0: So even after mathing it out, do you do you both feel that? average is is a fair rating yeah. for this album yes
1: yeah so like you always have you have you have to look at like a couple of things when you look at a project like you sh- you know the old heads we look for lyrical substance you know what i mean there's that and then you got the flow and then you got the beat you know what i mean so yeah. like if all of your beats are good you know you're a, you're halfway there already okay. you know you're halfway like so so if you had great lyrics and good beats but a horrible flow you'd be like yeah that's average you know what i mean like so he had good enough flows good enough lyrics but not enough to elevate it past the status of where the beats are in my opinion so i thought that it was like i said i gave it a three three which is you know Mm. about a whole point higher than you guys but uh but yeah no i think it's like i would still classify it as average
0: i I would almost say it's slightly below average. I think that would be a fair assessment, but you know what's not fair?
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was a nice, nice, nice segue. Unfair to compare. Wow.
2: that did not expect it. My bad. I'm here.
0: (laughs) So keeping with the theme of London, England, No, I shouldn't even say that because I don't even know if Lady Sovereign's from London. We're going to talk about Lady Sovereign and uh, Iggy Azalea. London.
1: London. Wembley.
0: Yeah. uh, And Iggy Azalea is Australian, correct?
1: Yeah. 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 Uh, Let's see. Yeah. Sydney, New South Wales.
0: Okay. So when I was trying to explain who these people were (laughs) to my daughter... um, That sounds fun. To me, this is like the... This is like the second or third wave of of women MCs, maybe. It's like, well,
1: see, see, Lady and Iggy they are two are, different
0: no, ways. They are different kind of, of like because they they're like a decade. But they're apart. definitely
2: still in the same yeah. period. You know what I mean? Like, there's that early period, and they're in it.
0: Yeah, yeah. So they're both. Yeah, yeah. They're so they're both white female rappers, which you don't get a lot of. Uh I mean I'm trying to think of another one besides these two.
2: Mm, oh
1: man. Nobody noteworthy. Oh
0: yeah, well all right. Cray Krayshawn and um uh, White Girl Mob. Which we almost Yeah, yeah you put them in the same label. category. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, but you put them in like the little B category. You right. know what I mean? Like yeah. they're they're just under the things that normal people listen to. Yeah. These 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 artists had relatively big hits.
0: Yeah. So Lady Sovereign is interesting to me because I remember her being fairly popular in the early 2000s. Um, she
1: was. She and uh, ended up number 45 on Billboard, I think, which is yeah.
0: crazy biggest, to
1: think about the era that she was in.
0: Yeah, biggest, biggest hit she had was Love Me or Hate Me. Um, and then after two albums, she just walked away.
1: Yeah, I've read something... Uh, she walked away because she had health issues, but she's never talked about it. Right. Like so, I would say that it's probably a mental health issue. Yeah, not to put a stigma. Not to put a stigma on that, but you know, what I mean, like to blow up as fast as she did. Yeah. You know, from basically doing basement and rave shows to features with Missy Elliott and Ad Rock remixing one of your songs. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's a, a kind of a big thing.
0: And since then, she's never as so much done a feature, as far as I know
1: oh no she's done she's done some other things uh i forget second album came out in oh nine right went on went on tour had problems with her label
0: okay
1: uh and then she did she did a couple of e p s too i didn't listen to those uh but it is it is it is to know she did a couple of things but like like i said the way she didn't come back but she yeah. kind of did some things makes me think that you know it was one of those one of those oh yeah dude if i made it huge i would never ever
2: do it again i'd be like nope i'm over it bye yeah and sometimes that's
0: not for people i mean like uh so i'm a big regina specter fan and you know regina specter is internationally known i would think at this point um there's been times where she's postponed tours due to anxiety you know and Mm -hmm. I listened to the Miley Cyrus interview on Joe Rogan the other day, and she was talking about how, you know, she's this big superstar. Her dad's a big superstar. Her sister's on the come up. Her brother started a band and played at like a bar in front of 25 people. He was like, nope, never again. Not for me.
2: I know that feeling, actually. You know, like you could see it on YouTube. You just never
0: know. Like, yeah. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Um, so yeah, she's always just kind of been interesting to me for for that. Um, and then Iggy Azalea, um, she's still around. I mean, she hasn't. She's released what two, three pro two project two and a half projects? Because wasn't one uh, one of her albums like a remix album or something?
1: Yeah, she. Ex- yeah, I think she's higher than that uh, in her total. We've got a New Classic, In My Defense, and End of an Era. So yeah, three, three official releases, and then there were a couple of deluxe with some additional tracks.
0: Yeah. Um, I don't... I mean, you hear her name. I wouldn't necessarily call her a superstar. I could be wrong. She could be selling at arenas. for I all I know. No, like,
1: she, she was at one point. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, she had Fancy, which was arguably one of the biggest songs at the time. Right. Um, and then followed followed up with Black Widow, which were both like pop songs. So like yeah. she was like, like her verses aren't what people know about those songs. You know, what I mean, right. if you play, the put up beat for a whole bunch of basic white girls from that era, you're going to get the course. You're not going to get a single bar. Um. So like, I thought it was weird. Uh, she was like a white version of Nicki Minaj, basically. Like, yeah. she was and- she was that same in that same category.
0: When I think of her, I think of that video where she's on stage trying to rap fast, and it's just, it just—it doesn't sound like anything. It <laughs> sounds like, like she's making right. noises. She sounds like yeah. the, the hey, but jungle, on... <laughs> the jungle kid from the Wild Thornberries.
1: Oh yeah, but on the other hand, you need to go back and listen to uh, Lady Sovereign because she mm-hmm. straight up chops on really? public I don't even, warning. You've ever heard like them. I went back and listened to it, uh, but like, like, yeah, like. Chops in a way that feels super unnatural. Like, but she was like in the pocket. So, no, I feel like uh, Lady
0: was... Sovereign is is probably the the better MC of the two. <laughs> um,
1: oh yeah, one hundred percent.
0: I just don't think she Chops. had the the corporate push behind her that that Iggy Azalea did, and maybe it wasn't really available at the time.
1: Yeah, well, she was on Island, and you know, Island is kind of storied with their. Yeah. People like what they what they push and what they don't. uh I think the problem with Lady ultimately was that she stayed UK. You know what I mean? Like the beats on her project, they were the UK grime mixed with like old school hip hop, and then like her accent, she didn't dumb it down. You know what I mean? Like she's talking about having hairy armpits and shit <laughs> all over the radio. And, you know what I mean? Like yeah. you're talking about like she it one. 100- yep. Yeah, she kept it 100% UK, and I think that Island probably wanted her to go the route that I say she should have went because I thought that if she would have came back with a more like US centric type album, that she would have been in like that same lane as like Missy Elliott or MIA or like even even a whitewashed Eve because that was kind of the era where Eve was kind of on her little pop thing. So I think she could have been good, like if she would have had whatever thing she had worked out while Iggy, you know, came to the U S and she just switched straight to, you know, down South
0: accent and draw. I think we're all going lady sovereign on this one.
1: I, I, I would, but like, you know, right now you're just like, Iggy's the only artist that actually the funny part about, did
2: anything. The funny part yeah, about you know, this, she's, she's still to trying to is anybody that knows them would probably go Iggy Azalea all day long because she's got the hits behind her and she's got the longevity yeah. and she's still trying to do it. Said in Cosmo, I'm not going to fuck up my comeback. That's great. But I think like, Iggy Azalea. Oh, yeah. oh. Which one? No, that was <laughs> Which comeback? That was the no, no, most I mean. recent one? one. It was, August, it was a yeah. interview, yeah. I believe, was in August 19, 2019. So it was relatively... Newish. Is there another one since then?
1: No, no. Nah, I mean, she's been fair. trying to come back since but at least she's still trying. You know, She's doing her so. thing.
2: People heard her name. They knew about her. They would probably lean to her all day long. Us who are looking at these two and all of us say lady all day long.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah, that's the the difference between listening to pop radio and listening to the correct
2: assessment. Yeah.
0: You guys ready for our new segment?
2: Yeah, yeah, let's give it a shot.
0: All right. It's called Who Is It? So uh, I am going to rattle off five facts. Uh, So each week, someone's going to tell you facts and someone's going to guess. Yeah. John, uh, you're not gonna okay. this one, so I'm gonna pick Dwayne this week.
2: All, all right, right, well we'll see
0: how so, let's see how bad I butcher this. All right, so I'm going to give you a fact and you guess the artist. You can guess after each fact I give. There are five total. On the fifth okay. one, I will if you have not guessed it, I will reread you all five facts. And you tell me right, if it. you can guess this artist. All right, your first okay. fact. This person uh-huh. was originally part of Hold a on, th- is it- Okay, so go ahead. Just give me, just give me a guess. It can be anybody. It'll probably be wrong.
1: Uh, a part of a group. Um, okay, let's just go Busy Bone because it's a out there one.
0: No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, second no, no, fact. It's, it's, it's good yeah, yeah. Uh, second fact. Their first solo album dropped in two thousand and two. Two
1: thousand and two. Young Jeezy.
0: No, they are from New York. Uh, okay, from New
1: York. Who came out in 2002? Uh, da, 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 da. Man. I don't even know who came out in 2002. So... It was their, their first solo Oh, so it was album.
2: group albums before that. Yeah. So it was he was out before then, but it was all group yes. albums until his solo in... Yes.
1: 2002. Yeah. Now let's go on ahead and go fat Joe. (sighs) No. Yeah. I Uh, didn't figure, but
0: this
2: person has blocked me on Twitter.
1: (laughs) Huh? Beyonce. (laughs) 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 She's from, she's from Texas. Uh, blocked you from Twitter. Dude, that literally could be anybody. Uh, um, no clue. No. All right.
0: So this is your last one. And so I'll, I'm going to give you a little bit more on this last one just because I want you to get it. All right. So yeah. originally part of a group from New York dropped their first solo album in 2002. They've blocked me on Twitter. They are regarded as a... Um, uh, good MC is kind of the wrong word, but they're they're highly regarded in a lot of em- circles of MCs. Um, but as a solo artist, they're pretty much considered a one hit wonder.
1: Oh God, uh, no clue.
0: Just just, um, just throw throw something out.
1: Yeah, I don't. I, I no clue. Like. Absolutely right, none.
0: I'll give you a hint. It's not most def.
1: <laughs> You're talking about is it Talib? Is it Talib? It
0: yep, it's Talib.
1: <laughs> wow, how'd you get banned from Talib?
0: How did I get blocked from Talib, Quali? Yeah. Uh, without getting into too much detail, he had made a controversial tweet. I had responded to it. He actually DM'd me, and we got into a heated discussion (laughs) about uh, said tweet, and he blocked me. Wow,
1: I like vaguely remember that, like you telling me about that.
0: Yeah. So, (laughs) so he he's actually only uh, he is one of three people with blue check marks that have DM'd me, (laughs) and one of two people with blue check marks who your
2: record is bad, friend. Um,
0: So, I, I've been blocked by Talib Kweli and a professional wrestler, uh, CM Punk. Both of them have blocked me. Um, yes. I have been DM'd by Talib Kweli, Atmosphere, and yeah. Missy Elliott.
1: What was the Missy Elliott one? I don't remember that.
0: It was the day Nicki Minaj's album came out. Oh yeah I, had, yeah, I had tweeted that the rap game needs Missy Elliott.
2: I remember and Missy long.
0: Elliott sent me a DM that says I could hug you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. But atmosphere, atmosphere is a, a cool dude. Like you could have a conversation with him. Like you know, oh, yeah. buy him Slug a cup, cu- buy him ass. a cup of coffee when you see him, type,
0: dude. You know. What I mean? Yeah, and we've we've all met him. We all met him at the show uh, yeah. that he did with yeah. Brother Ali here. Super Absolutely. cool dude. Um, I'm. I was actually thinking about him the other day, and I'm like. His son Jake's got to be well into adulthood at this point. Ooh, at what point is Dad true. rap going to evolve into Grandpa rap?
1: At some at some point, like. But you know, you never see a picture of his kid. Like you see a picture of his new kid. I say yeah, new, yeah. new kid five or six now. Right. But uh.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure if if you wanted to, you could do enough digging and find the dude's social media accounts. But That'd yeah, be serious.
1: Yeah, I wonder if he's a rapper. You know what I mean? I don't know. Like, like, be like, atmosphere seems like slug seems like the type of dude who'd be like, "You are making bad rap <laughs> music. I'm not
2: going to post you." Yes, I totally agree. Yeah, with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I could see that.
0: But we're we'll, we're gonna talk about atmosphere uh, later on.
1: A uh, couple of weeks, yeah, new,
0: uh, yeah, a couple of weeks when this new album drops. But this, I mean, this will be a couple of weeks off because we still got to post some episodes. So. We'll talk about it eventually, but next week we're going to talk about Ritz, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. As long as it drops like it's supposed to. Hey, by the way, his uh, his song with Jelly just hit like a million views. Uh,
0: Dude, Ritz absolutely kills that. Love it. Um, yeah, that was—I believe that was on one of our recently added, um, a few weeks ago.
1: Yeah, absolutely. All right.
0: So uh recently added for this week, um I got all right, I got a blast from the past this week. So all right. So I've got uh Walter Trout, uh Ordinary Badness. Uh it is blues. Um I stumbled across the top blues albums on Apple Music and the dude I like the dude's outfit and he was an old dude and I was like, Let me listen to this and I liked it. Um, so yeah ordinary madness by walter trout i've also got uh what would you do by city high
1: oh hey that's a jam though
0: <laughs> right
1: city city high used to be that dude
0: yeah um and then i also have dysentery gary uh by heartwork which is actually a blink 182 cover um Dysentery Gary is, is very fast paced. if you listen to the blink 182 version sometimes Tom's a little difficult to understand. This one slows right. it down a bit. Um, so that that's what I got.
2: Dwayne, that's you got any The theme I think we should change up. the segments a little bit. you Some and little... Dwayne yeah. do the three that you've added and then the final segment of the hour will be. Did John add one? Yeah, no. John. Should we make should just a call playlist. it shit.
1: John should add to a playlist.
2: Mm, yep. John should make a playlist. All right, that's the new name. No mad. Yeah,
1: uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's it's funny that you got a cover on yours. That's how you. I told you, like, Spotify's algorithm, it picks up on what you listen to, and so, like, I like covers of stuff that feel awkward compared to the original. And yeah. it started to pick up on that. So my first one is a cover. Uh, it's by an artist named Cal C A L. The song is called Whatever You Like. It's a TI cover, and it's for fans of like acoustic pop. Like it's like I can't even really explain it better than that. Like it's acoustic pop, but it's the T I song. Like my wife, my wife heard it and was looking at the TV. Like what in the world is this? Like it's it's awkward, but it's well put together. Uh, The second one is a couple years old, uh, but it came across on random uh, because Spotify does like five playlists a day or whatever your daily playlist, uh, and it ended up on there. Uh, But it's Asher Roth Fast Life featuring Vic Mensa. Uh, It's for fans of like that chill hip-hop, vibey tunes sort of thing. Uh, And the last one is not quite that old, uh, but something you're probably familiar with, Slaves Down for the Ride. Uh, for fans of oh. uh, Johnny Craig acoustic pop vibe, you know.
0: Oh yeah. Sort of have you not. heard the? Uh, so, have you listened? That whole EP is amazing.
1: Oh yeah, 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 I've I've heard it before. It's just you know it comes across and you're just like, oh yeah, I forgot about that.
0: Yeah. I love me some Johnny Craig uh, as a as a musician, as a person, not so much.
1: <laughs> yeah. Lock up your MacBook.
0: Yeah, and uh, you know, don't don't let your girlfriend sleep Who does them.
2: that in the first place? <laughs> <day. laughs>
0: <laughs> that should do it for this week listen I'm not I can't I wasn't there I'm just saying that accusations. There's, there's some stories on the internet that, that portrays yeah accusations that portray this dude in a very negative light I'm just let's just leave it at that but from his recent Twitter posts and or not Twitter Instagram posts he looks to be very healthy uh, he did just have a baby. Congratulations so to him. Things are going well
2: for him. And his baby mama. Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. All right, so next week we will talk about Ritz.
1: Ritz. Later crackers. More more cracker ravi.
0: Yeah, I'll probably cut it off right there. Yeah. Um,